हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 24 इकोनॉमिक रिफॉर्म्स एंड ग्लोबलाइजेशन एंड आवर टॉपिक इज लिबरलाइजेशन एंड डेमोक्रेसी द लिबरलाइजेशन हैज हाउएवर जनरेटेड अ विगरस डिबेट अबाउट इट्स इंप्लीकेशन ऑन पॉवर्टी रिडक्शन एंपावरमेंट एंड डेमोक्रेसी the objective of indian policy makers since the inception of the planning was to achieve what is today called just growth namely growth that reduces poverty and leads to a more equal distribution of income and is accompanied by democracy democracy and a more egalitarian economic system was believed to be connected political rights could be guaranteed without economic rights economic rights consisted both by reducing poverty and reducing inequality there seems to be no contradiction between the reduced poverty and reduced inequality since ever since the 1971 garibi hatao slogan of mrs indira gandhi the public has been aware of the need to reduce poverty and income inequalities the constitution had itself recognized this duty and had made provision for reservation to achieve a more just society once the notion of state action to help the disadvantaged was accepted there was increasing number of claimants and various people formed groups to champion their cause more effectively the scope for reservation has been increased over the years and many programs established to improve both condition of poor and to provide more power to them increasingly resources have been diverted towards many explicit and implicit subsidies one effect of these subsidies have been the increasing budget deficit of the central and state governments these deficits have left little scope for further employment in the public sector increasing public sector employment was one of the ways to bring disadvantaged groups into the system though nobody would claim that all disadvantages have been eliminated considerable progress had been made in reducing poverty progress had also been made in empowerment if one looks at the number of representatives from the weaker sections in parliaments or share in ministries or even among chief ministers but there is a very real question about the sustainability of this progress serious constraints have emerged there is considerable overmanning in the public sector 
which has reduced public investment and future growth and employment. The lack of government investment has resulted in a very poor and outdated infrastructure, which is the constraint to faster growth. Education and health have been neglected and increasingly people have to be depend on expensive private education and health. There is at the moment a very real conflict between the need to grow faster and to have a better distribution. Liberalization by raising the rate of growth could provide the where withdrawal for further redistribution, but unfortunately investment in infrastructure and in human capital are required to reap greater benefits from liberalization. But at the moment that does not seem to be happening, the lack of employment growth is prompting demands for reservation in the private sector also. It is difficult to see how such reservations can be combined with a policy of greater reliance on the market. Society faces serious challenges if it is to succeed in providing just growth. Just growth could result from globalization if that is properly managed, globalization is the increasing integration of different national economies. Because of liberalization, the elimination of restriction has resulted in greater flows of both goods and capital flows. Liberalization can help in reducing poverty. A more liberal trade policy will help India to export labor intensive goods, namely goods in the production of which considerable labor are employed. There is evidence to suggest that this is happening since the liberalization. Expansion of labor intensive exports implies growth in employment and provision of jobs is the surest way to help a poor person overcome poverty. But for the best results, the employment that is created should be at high wages. Wages are higher if skilled jobs are created. But for people to find skilled employment they must be educated. A strong need at this moment is for the government to provide good education. Unfortunately, the standard of public education has been declining and the cost of private education rising. This situation needs to be rectified urgently if the society is to make the most of the opportunities provided by liberalization and achieve just growth. Unfortunately, there is an evidence that globalization tends to increase income inequality. Therefore, globalization brings to the fore 
a possible conflict between poverty reduction and reducing income inequality, a possible contradiction that had been ignored earlier in India. Globalization changes the role of the state, though it does not necessarily lead to its reduction. Instead of the state being involved directly in production, the state has to provide both physical and human capital. It also has to act to draw the poor into the economic system and to improve their situation. Furthermore, the state has to act to regulate private enterprise. Instead of increasing the production, the state sets up regulatory institutions. It is not clear that it would be any easier to protect regulatory agencies from political interference and thus leading towards inefficiency. Liberalization raises new questions about the role of the state to achieve just growth. Now let us sum up the unit. The beginning of the 1990s saw a major change in the Indian economic policies. The balance of payment crisis led to the policy of economic liberalization of the Indian economy. A higher growth rate was needed that required not only higher investments, but also larger import of capital goods. The policy of import substituting industrialization that complements the development policies seemed to be a viable option, an option adopted by many developing countries in the earlier years. But with the amount of export earnings remaining relatively low than its import payments, the developing countries had to adjust their economic policies accordingly. The policy makers of India realized the disadvantages of trade restrictiveness. Consequently, the economy was opened up, enabling the inflow of foreign capital and industrial investment. The focus has shifted to just growth, wherein an equal distribution of income is ensured in the democratic setup, thereby linking the political and economic rights. Though there have been claims about the advantages of the liberalization, the lack of government investment has led to an outdated infrastructure thereby stagnating the growth. The elimination of restrictions failed to generate the corresponding benefits. The need of the R is to make the most out of the opportunities provided by globalization or liberalization. The role of the state in this context is crucial in not only improving the existing situation but also thought moves towards inefficiency. Thus, the state can ensure a positive outcome of 
of the liberalization policies and achieve just growth now let us wind up the session and take rest and we have come to the end of the unit thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast